Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, Linktree, and you can listen to our shows on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com where you can also download those shows to pass along to your friends. And you can find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Eye of the Lord upon the righteous. The eye of the Lord is upon those who hope in Him. This is relevant in America today. War within, battle of good and evil. There is a war within, in the hearts of men, good and evil. They fight one another for control. Enemies of the Messiah, did they know? Did they realize that this one indeed was the Messiah to come? And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com. World Gospel, Perilous Times, Conflicts on Classic Warren Radio, World Gospel in Perilous Times. The Apostle Paul describes that the perilous times in the last days would be filled with evil men and women. Also, King of Babylon, Ode, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 21 on Battle Lines, a very prophetic section and one that Christians today can find hope in the fact of redemption and forgiveness. Be sure to go to warn or to danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter. And you can also visit our Christian books and resource shop where we feature Christian books and uh, as well as resources from our vision media and also the book by the watchman the rising it's a christian fiction thriller there's danger and intrigue dark forces plotting the nation is at risk can mac save the united states the rising details a takeover of america with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order so be sure to pick up your the book, The Rising, by The Watchman, by going to danaglinsmith.com. 
And now I welcome in the watchman. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. It's hard to believe we're in April. I know. Unbelievable. Every time we go through a week, go through a month, go through a year. Yeah, it's just marching on. Sometimes I wonder if it's uh, God moving time fast so that... uh, What what is that? No flesh will be saved of life and... Alive unless God shortens the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I think that and, about and how fast time goes. Well, the thing of it is, is that that part hasn't begun yet. There'd be no flesh left alive. I know. But for the elect's sake, he will shorten it. And uh, that shortening will happen during an intense period. But I believe, you know, even today, God does things. And... Uh, supernatural things that people experience. Oh, I believe that too. And uh, and I've heard of testimonies about even missionaries and things where it takes a certain amount of time to drive from one point to the other and after a big long crusade being tired they drove home to another city which was a long long time and they got there in a fraction of the time. Well, he who was it he translated, Philip? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, that's so, quite possible. Nothing's impossible with the Lord. And they know because they know how long the drive was. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, we know those things happen. And there's other things that go on. Well, we're visiting Vietnam first, and we're talking about the faith of Jesus. And here we find Brother Thomas. You're always going to find, you know, in the world today, some brother or sister in Christ. They may not always speak your language, but, you know, not too long ago. Um, and I can't remember what I was doing. But I had a, a video that I came across that had to do with some of my work that I was doing. And there was a couple of uh, guys there. And they looked like they were from, like, Kenya or something, you know. They, they were, and they didn't speak, you know, English. They, they were singing it. And uh, they were singing, uh, I think it was Amazing Grace. And you could tell what they were singing hmm. because they were tuned right. You know, they had the tune right. Yeah. 
So, you know, they may, you know, and that's one thing about the gospel. You have different tongues, but you only have one spirit, the spirit of Christ within us. That's right. And we have the same Lord. We have brothers all and sisters all over the world. Now, this poor family, Brother Thomas, his wife, he has five kids. They're from the Kayong tribe in the Quang Nai uh, province of Vietnam. Now, see, we, you know, I was in the service during Vietnam. And when you say Vietnam, you know, there was a whole bunch of the Viet, Viet Cong who were native to Vietnam. And there was a whole bunch that fought for the communists, the red communists. But we didn't really know of a ton you know i mean good things about it there was an enemy there and we were trying to protect vietnam and but you know there's a lot of a lot of issues there but they converted back in june of 2021 and uh, their parents of course were not christian yeah, but they had to move out of their parents' house because of their traditional belief. And, of course, you've got animus over there, uh, and you've got Muslim. You've you got a number of different kinds of faith. But he was a Christian. And uh, so they decided, decided that they would um, they put up a, a tent in the land of Thomas's parents. And... Uh, as soon as they got it up, the local government said, you can't put it there. And they were not allowed to build a house. So they tried again. They purchased the piece of land next to their parents, started to build the house, and they stopped him. So here he is. He bought the land and everything. And uh, Thomas had already spent all of his life savings. And... Uh, His pastor told International Christian Concern about it that Thomas is not very educated and the government can say whatever they want. If they stopped uh, Thomas's construction and demanded him to remove the house for that reason, more than half of the families in this village would have to do the same. In other words, they were just picking on him. Yeah. The real reason is because he converted to Christianity and they didn't want to see that happen in his village. Now... This is a very, very relevant reason because a lot of these tribes, everybody's one, one faith, you know, whatever it is, yep. one religion. That's right. And the minute you get, get to be a Christian, I mean, literally when the Lord says, whoever, you know, you can't love your, your family, you know, your wife, your son, your daughter, your, your parents more than me. And time and time again, we see these new believers running into this situation. And uh, one of the head of the governments came and told him he would never be able to uh, be allowed to build a house in this area. Uh, and uh, and they told him basically to go to where his Christian faith exists. And. Uh, he was later invited uh, to a police office, and they threatened him. And uh, the bottom line of it is, uh, 
with ICC and uh, he told him what the problem was and Pastor Ben called his uh, you know uh, this uh, man Brother Thomas and he was still had faith and they were willing to die and not give up their faith no matter what that's good and in the end, International Christian Concerns stepped in to cover the food expenses for three months and assist with the cost of building a house at another location. And Pastor Vin and several Christian brothers helped. Um, they worked on a plan and identified a suitable location. And uh, they were able to finish it in a few months, and he was able to move in with his family. Just in time for the rainy season. Yeah. Thank God. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that this is very relevant to the situation in many of the areas, especially when you get in a lot of these tribal areas. And you can find this in India. You can find it in Vietnam. You can find it in Cambodia. You can find it throughout uh, the Asian region. You can find it in, uh, uh, you know, India, Pakistan. Africa, you know, I mean, you find a lot of this. And so when we talk about boots on the ground, see, ICC, there's many of them that do, that we talk about. They have boots on the ground. And so they're able to find out about it, get the resources. And there's people that support ICC. And ICC just happens to be one of the ones that uh, that uh, is on our list that we we do support. And we have a, a number of them. You know, I, I like this story because this is how faithful God is. And, and it's really, you know, it's not just about having a church, you know, in America. Or, you know, even having your family. But, you know, when you give to these organizations, they're where you can't go. But you give them the resources to go and help in the name of the Lord. And that fruit of theirs becomes your fruit as well because you helped. And the Lord takes that into account. And it's very important when we do these broadcasts, you know, ICC doesn't pay us uh, to do this. Uh, we we have a lot of different people that, that we report on and talk about. And uh, every one of them, you know, you know, they don't pay us. We don't require anything. And a lot of times we'll tell you, support those that have boots on the ground. That, that's one of the regular things we do. And you can find International Christian Concern uh, uh, at, online. At persecution.org. And so, Isn't that right? Yeah. Okay. And you can, you know, there's a whole pile of them. You know, Barnabas Aid and a bunch of others. So... Uh, you know, thank God this was able to be done because it's just one small case, but it's one family. And see, that one family is important. And see, this is what the gospel is. I mean, the Lord didn't, you know, forget the one. He went out, left the 90 and 9 and went out to find the one that was lost to help him. And and see, this this is really where the gospel is. And while we have massive crusades, really the thing is, did you take care of the one? 
You know what I mean, Tower? Yep, and I and I like this story. This is just one of thousands out there yeah. that we don't hear about the others, and and it, it's God. This is an example of God taking care of His people. He said He'd never leave us nor forsake us. And so, if there's anybody out there that's discouraged, please take heart. God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's making a way for you. He's working on your situation right now. Yep. Now, uh, we're talking a little bit about um, Ukraine. And we're not here to bring you the update on the war. But I wanted to report that there's one, uh, a ministry called GodReports.com. Make a note of that. And then there's far-reaching ministries. It's frmusa.com. Now, they're based out of California. Then you have CBN's Orphan Promise, which is orphanpromise.org. Now, I'm telling you this because when you really look at where there is need, sometimes you find it in the middle of a battle like Ukraine. And, and of course... The big thing, and I haven't heard, but there was a missionary called Valentina. She had been abducted by Russians in Ukraine. February 25th, when the Russian tanks rolled into her Ukrainian village, they abducted Valentina, who is 61. She's a trusted missionary affiliated with far-reaching ministries and CBN's Orphan Promise. The soldiers threw a black bag overhead and abducted her. Now, you know, the thing of it is, when you look at this, this is terrible. And the enemy always does it. Now, see, now today they're talking about genocide over there, not just because of the bombing, but in some of the cities they went in, there's been horrific... They found a mass grave and and a lot of other stuff. So uh, Ukraine is a mess, and Russia is the culprit. Um, And, and of course, it's just a mess. But right here, in the midst of this, you find people. And see, she was ministering right in Ukraine. And... uh, you know, the far-reaching ministries, they were giving out bread to hungry people in Ukraine. But, uh, you know, you have um, Samaritan's Purse over in the region, over in Poland. Uh, but they were opening up some local clinics around as well. And so you you have the gospel right in the middle of this war zone. And so it's... Uh, it's one of those things. I mean, sometimes, you know, you're you're operating in areas that your life is at risk every day you do it. Yeah. And my heart goes out to these people. See, because they're not being a Christian sitting, you know, in their homes in America comfy. Or maybe you're a little upset because of Biden. Or because uh, the border's going to be opened up. See, the bottom line, folks, our Christianity runs deeper than the gnat stings of what's happening in America right now. Yeah. This faith that we have 
was brought to us by a Savior who gave his life on the cross. Now, I'm calling for every believer that listens to this to make it a point to pray for Ukraine, for peace there, to pray for America, and to pray for this country that if God, and God is judging it, that he would, in his judgment, he would remember mercy and give us mercy. Amen. Um, I warned about this before the election. I've talked about it a lot. I knew what was coming as soon as we seen uh, Biden get in. That's what I was told. And, you know, the thing of it is here today is that this just isn't the beginning. There's a bunch of things. America needs to wake up, folks. And, and I could spend the rest of the, the hour just telling you why it needs to wake up. But see, I'm more interested right now in telling you about people worldwide who are in far worse shape than you or I here today in America. So remember, pray for those who are on the front lines and pray for the release of Valentina if she's alive. We have gotten reports from over there that these Russians, some of them are going there and they're, they're killing a lot of people. That's horrible. And, uh, and, and of course, we don't, you know, Tower, we don't really know what's true and not. That's true. You know, I mean, you, you can talk to Christians over there and they can tell you what happened in their village. But uh, like this one, I forgot the name of the town, and, and it was just devastated. And, and it did look like a war zone hit it. I mean, a terrible war zone. And they found uh, a whole pile of bodies in a mass grave who had just been shot. And there was bodies strung throughout all the, all the streets. They were still laying there. That's unconscionable. And How you can do such atrocities. But see, in the end, Russia couldn't take Kiev. Russia couldn't. So now they want Maripol, and that's where the battle is going on now. The whole thing is just a mess. And supposedly they have a crematory there, and they're putting families in some kind of concentration camps or something. And so, you know, any time you're at war, it's war. But see, not too long ago, and I think it was from... Um, or if, what, uh, what's our friend, uh, people, um, oh, I can't think of his name now. Samaritan's Purse? No. Um, and he deals with, uh, children to rescue children. Orphan, oh, Victor uh, Marks. Victor Marks. Yeah. Uh, all Things Possible Ministries. And he deals in real difficult situations. And, um, you know, I mean, he literally, literally does work in areas that you wouldn't go into. Like Afghanistan, when that all, that fiasco happened. Yeah. And so there are people that that's what they do. And so we need to make sure that we are helping all we can. So, folks, I pray to God that you're doing your part. And if you can't, that's fine. Pray for him. It's between you and the Lord, not you and me. But I'm just reminding you what's going on. I get a lot of information. And, uh, of course, I've always had a missionary heart anyway. Tower and I both had in, when we were in Bible school, 
we we always knew where the missionaries came from. You know, we always had missionaries, and we got to know missionaries from various places, and uh, heard of the hardships and how they operated. And it's tough, even even when you're in a, in a place that there is no war. So other than that, we're going to move on. So remember these ministries, GodReports.com, Far Reaching Ministries. That's in California and CBN's Orphan, Orphan's Promise. Now they have a lot of others, but this one is important. It deals with orphans and helping them. And uh, there is some, uh, you know, they've got some people that, that work with them that you would know. So at any rate, are you ready on yours? Yes. This, okay. is, this is Breaking Out India's Cast. And um, this story comes to us from BartimusFund.org. And in January 2022, this year, the Tamil Nadu state government passed an order reserving the mayor's post for a secluded caste, a delete woman. Or delit? I'm not sure how to say that. I'm sorry. And, um... So on March 4th, Priya Rajan was sworn in as Chennai's youngest mayor. And Rajan was elected as a councillor in the local elections on February 19th. And her party nominated her as their mayoral, their mayoral, I can't say it, mayoral candidate. She was and she was elected unopposed. And this is really an important milestone. According to Christian socialist activist Kulandai. Because in the Tamal Noda political history. A delete woman is being placed as a mayor of this big city. It's, it's a sign of empowerment of a marginalized community. And Rajan is also the first mayor from North Chennai, a district that she described as suffering from long-term neglect. There are many issues that this neighborhood faces. Water comes mostly only on alternate days. The roads need to be improved and there are electricity concerns. And several castes, including Dalits, are viewed as having the lowest status within the Hindu caste system. The National Council of Churches in India estimate that about 70% of the Christian population of India is from a secluded caste background. Although many Dalits have embraced Christianity, there are, they are still identified primarily by their caste, by a large section of society and suffered caste, and suffers severe caste-based discrimination and violence. So this is really important that she was elected to this position. So please pray that God will fill her abundantly with wisdom as she addresses her new responsibilities. And please pray that she will know his divine guidance in serving the people of Chennai. So that is really amazing that this happened that she was elected mayor that's right it is and you, you know the first time 
we were actually working with um, native pastors on the ground in India. And I'm trying to think. It, it goes a long ways back. At least 20 years. Yeah. And never at any time have I personally heard something like this happen. And That's I right. was I was so glad to see this. And I've been noticing some small improvements in a lot of different nations where they say they want to be better. So and we we've also have and I think this is in America, there's a group of Muslims that are trying to put together a non radical Islamic uh, group. You know, uh they're you know they want to work within and not raise up radicals that wants to kill everybody. That it would be amazing. So so God is, you know, God is working. We want to keep them alive and not radicals so we can talk to them and reach them. And, and, and even if we can't, you know, Paul says, in as much as possible, live, live peaceably with all men. You know, it's you know everybody has has a right to make their choice before the Lord. Everybody, whether you like that choice or not, and but yet the love of Christ compels us to, if we, if it's possible, to live at peace with them, even if you agree, disagree with their lifestyle or whatever it is. And and see, this is the important thing, and this is the one thing, you know every day that that reminds me that you can't reach people if you hate everybody that's right but see in america we've got a whole bunch of people that are spoiled brats in this country and they need a good spanking <laughs> they do <laughs> you know i mean you know i can remember my dad telling me well this is going to hurt me more than you and i wanted that belt so i could use it on him but I learned a few things. Discipline, you know, is not fun. But in the latter end, it'll do you good. Even even your butt. <laughs> so we're over in Turkey now. This is via Barnabas Fund. And I wanted to cover this because uh, Andrew Brunson, we covered him. Uh, and he woke up one day and found himself in prison. He was facing life in prison. In, this was in Turkey. And in his ministering, he uh, he just helped people. And uh, some of the people he helped happened to be people that uh, Turkey didn't like. But at any rate, one day he was sitting, uh, you know, facing a long prison sentence, going to be there forever. And the next day he was sitting next to President Trump. Yeah. Because, uh, praise uh, the Lord. Remember, he, he had I stepped do. in in that. So Turkey, they've and I didn't know this. This is the first report I've really seen. Barnabas uh, Fund reports that Turkey has deported 78 foreign Protestant pastors and their families since the beginning of 2019. Wow. That's not very long. And and you see, the thing of it is, is that um, it came out during Andrew Brunson. And and he was saying that Turkey does not allow any of their people to be educated enough to be a pastor or anything. Yeah. So it takes foreign pastors to come in to pastor the Christian churches there. So now they, um, well, this figure of 78 includes 35 pastors. 
in 2019, 30 in 2020, and 13 in 2021. And of course, the report that they that Barnabas got this off of says that many congregations were left in difficult straits. Oh yeah. And that's why you need to raise up deacons, native deacons who can take over. And uh, and see another one in February, Michael Fulner, who is a German pastor, he worked in Turkey for more than twenty years and was arrested and threatened. And uh, see, Brunson had worked there for twenty years. You know, it was their home. Yeah, they more loved than twenty it. years. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is really. You know, an anonymous pastor talked about it, and he said, we are in no way a threat to Turkey's security. We are subjected to this treatment just because we are Christians. We argued at the Constitutional Court that this is a violation of freedom of religion. And, And I can understand that, but if you understand what freedom of religion means in America and in other places, you know, in America... Freedom of religion is different than the freedom of religion in Saudi Arabia, even in Israel. There is a difference in the freedom of religion. And there's a freedom, yeah, you can believe it, but when you go out and begin to do anything else with it, that's where you get into trouble. And, and see, I didn't know the difference. And none of the missionaries I knew from Bible school ever talked about that. Yeah. But uh, there is a difference. And, uh, you know, there is no doubt. You know, when the military, when they told us, if you're overseas, you get in trouble in any way, you're over the hill if you're in jail. And and, and it's not going to be okay when you get back, no matter when you get, get out. Yeah. So it, it was one of those things that, you know, sailors actually went missing. Uh, I was stationed in San Diego for my schooling. Uh, which was uh, a signalman. And we had some of them go down to Tijuana. And uh, I I had a friend that I knew that was going down with his buddies. He never came back. I never seen him again. Hmm. I I have no idea what happened to him. Nobody said anything. So who knows? But see, it's dangerous. That's what we're getting at. It's dangerous. The gospel is dangerous. Being overseas is dangerous, and especially in Turkey. So at any rate, pray for Turkey. And more so in this day and age than any, oh, in any other time in history. Oh, yeah. Is it very dangerous to go into the, another country with the gospel? Yeah. But see, there are small, small improvements like the one Tara, uh, Tower did tonight, uh, you know breaking out of that caste system which i just that just thrills me yeah and uh international christian concern and morning star news we have a couple of little small excerpts um you get in rural pakistan as a believer sometimes you can run into real issues out there well, there's a rural Pakistani family, and uh, three people were going to rob them. They, they they tried to rob them, and the father was able to defend his home and save his daughter's dowry, and even managed to capture one of the robbers. And before the other two made their escape, they had opened fire on the father, hitting him in the leg. 
So the family called the police and handed over the captured robber. The next day, the police came back to the house and accused the family of murdering the criminal. The two sons were arrested and finally released last Saturday on bail, and the family's poor and claims that the court is putting pressure on them because they are Christian. That is and, just uh, horrible. I don't know how many times we've seen injustice, and this is Pakistan, so this doesn't surprise me at all. And... Uh, so the family's lawyer spoke to Asia News. There's all kinds of these kind of things, uh, Asia News, and there's uh, <clears throat> Bitter Winter is one that we get some uh, uh, information out about uh, China. And then there's China Aid. That's another one, Bob Fu's organization. There's a lot of these around. But... Uh, the family's lawyer said that the robbers must have known the house would be a prime target because of the daughter's dowry. So they knew that they had money or something there for the daughter's dowry. And uh, they're hoping that it'll all work out and the charges will be dropped. I, I mean, they didn't, so. they didn't do nothing. But n now, for defending themselves, they're the ones that... Uh, are looked at as the enemy. And see, this actually happens. The stuff like this, the injustice of Christians, if the enemy comes up, they start doing things to your home, to your wife, or your kids, you defend them, they get hurt, they run away, and automatically, if you call the police nine times out of ten, it, it, you know, you'll be the one thrown in jail. I mean, we've seen this uh, report after report. It, it's just injustice over there. That's all there is to it. And uh, very tragic, it is. It is now March 17th, and that wasn't uh, too long ago, less than a month ago, yeah, three weeks maybe. 46 Christians and a number of their children in Kaduna State, uh, they had been kidnapped, and uh, it's always these Fulani. Uh, now they're herdsmen and all the villagers were sleeping and that's when they came in of course they come in well equipped they have the guns a lot of them they can come in on motorcycles with uh, with machine guns they can come in uh, four-wheel drive kind of like a, an army jeep from world war ii or something equipped with a submachine you know a big machine gun 60 caliber or something 30 caliber whatever those are and they hit them in the middle of the night when yeah, they're sleeping in the middle of the night and sometimes they'll fire bomb them at the same time they'll burn the whole thing they trooped into our village in large numbers and began shooting indiscriminately at anyone in sight uh, the witness uh, told morning star news this was through a text message and so uh, there's a whole list of people that got taken and of course you c I, I can tell you what the, what they do with them uh, the women, if they're good-looking enough, they'll sell them in sex trade or marry them. The boys, they will take those and train them to be soldiers. And, uh, of course, this is a thing that, that you find in Africa a lot anyway. It doesn't make it right. It's just the way it is. And, you know, I mean, I can't think of anything worse. 
lose your kids and and the daughter's sold in, into being some concubine or something and the boys uh, forced to go out around and kill and murder people. Yeah, that would be horrifying. Oh. It's unconscionable it what is. they do to these children. And people are so wicked today. You know, and they, well, you know, it's because of our religion. This is what we're taught. I don't care what it is. I despise what you do. Amen. And this is disgusting. And uh, and that's the thing. It's just like you get back to the Ukraine story. You know, that thing's going on right now. That thing should not have ever happened. And some of the reports say the reason uh, Putin is doing this to get back at America for some reason. Well, that's an ignorant. That's a stupid thing to say. Well, that's what they're saying. You know, and, uh, of course, they also said that he, he has had a bout with uh, cancer several times. There's some huh. kind of illness that's that was pretty bad. And, you know, so he may not be feeling too hot. Oh. <laughs> you know, so. He may get warmed up on the other side. Yeah. Well, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah. You know, uh, this is just unreal but we have a good story next and uh, you know north korea is close to my heart it's always been there there's a couple of them uh, many years ago i woke up out of bed and the first thing the lord spoke to me in the morning and i heard it clearly uh, i was to focus on sudan at the time sudan was really really bad of course, it hasn't been much better all these years. It, it It's one of those places that just is always bad. And, and there's actually two states there, and uh, there's the Christian side, and, of course, there's the Muslims. It, it's, you know, the world is such a mess. You know, why can't you just get along? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it is so difficult. They don't want to get along. They just want to kill everybody. And that's because of sin. And that's why it says that, you know, unless the Lord shortens the days, there will be no flesh left alive, just like what she was talking about earlier. But you think about that. No flesh left alive if he doesn't intervene. That's how bad it is. And it's not because of global warming. <laughs> it's It's because people today are killers, murderers, muggers, haters, thievers. You know, they're wicked. They are. And there's only one power that can deliver you that, the power of Christ. Only one. There's no other. Amen. If you want to be delivered, you need Christ and his power. Period. And you can live above the things of the world and you can and and the presence of the Lord will be with you. You will know it. His spirit will bear witness with your spirit. And uh, it, it's this is so simple that probably 99.9% of the people in the world miss it until God touches their heart. That's right. Amen. Okay. You ready? Yes. So this story is from North Korea, Faith of Christ. It's an amazing story. I think it's <clears throat> about, say, Seimung, and that, of course, is not her real name. She's a North Korean believer. And she sent money to Open Doors. This this story comes to us from Open Doors. She sent 
the equivalent of $2.22, which was her tenth, her, um, her tithe, a tenth of what she has for all winter. Can you imagine that? A tenth of $2, uh, you know, she gets 22 22 for the whole winter. That is just, we can't even buy anything with that money. And here she sent it to open doors. She gave all that away as her tithe. Noting her gratitude for the medicine, food, and clothing she received from the winter months. For the winter months. And that's the riskiest time of the year to sur- for survival in North Korea. Because the temperatures can drop as low as 15 degrees. And for underground Christians, the countries below freezing conditions typically bring severe reduced food rations. And that's in a country where food shortages are already paralyzing and little fuel for heat. The, The lack of both essentials can be lethal, ultimately resulting in illness and even death. When North Korea's underground Christians received support from open doors it is usually their only hope for survival and winter relief deliveries went to those Christians who needed it most including Samung by offering her tithe Samung is essentially risking a tenth of her life trusting that God will provide for her needs tithing a tenth of her resources is a true sacrifice for this secret believer and and that really is it's amazing and and because of her faith and her belief i know that god will take care of her and meet her needs that's an amazing story it is and and it's a story that makes you want to help yes it sure does you know i mean 2 dollars and 22 cents in america we you can't even go down to the coffee place I'm and reminded, get coffee of the woman that gave her little bit. Yeah. And the Lord make note of it. She gave more than everybody did because she gave it out of her need. She needed that money, but she gave everything. All that she had, she gave and, to the Lord's work. You know, I, I just, you know, may God bless her. and See, North Korea, it is so bad. And... You know, the folks, when you're doing shows like this, you live this stuff all week long, all the time, because you're looking for stories, you're, you know, you're dealing with things, and and it just, you know, that's one of the main reasons I think America needs to stand. Yes. Because we need to be able to support organizations, and we can't support organizations if we're gone. That's right. If America isn't here and prosperous, if we can't do it. And yeah, there's a lot of people that don't care. And there's a lot of sin in this country. But you know, when I get before the Lord, you know, are you going to destroy the righteous with the wicked? You know, we need to be here because of this. The thing of it is, God knows what he's doing. And we do need to wake up this country. But we need to have the ability to support ministries who touch people like this overseas this is more important to me than than 
you know, the stuff that we've been covering tonight than anything. That's the most important thing right there. And so I urge you to ask the Lord, lay on your heart somebody or some ministry or something. And, and whatever you can give, you know, give and pray for them. And, you know, pray as though you're there with them. You know, Paul talked about that. You know, if people are in prison, pray as though you were imprisoned with them. And to feel the need, to understand how tough it is, and to share their need. But there's a lot of things, and Tower could tell you, that that, uh, happen in the supernatural, too, for people that don't have Scripture. They can't find a way. And we've received reports of, of supernatural in that regard. You know, Tower, that yeah. God can move over there. Amen. Nothing's impossible. That's right. And they the do Lord. They do have uh, church gatherings over there. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. But these people are really, really sneaky. They can get out. <laughs> and sometimes they get, if they get caught, it means death for them and their family automatically. They have no, there, there's no grace period. And, uh, you know, in America, you don't make it to church or you don't uh, keep your faith or whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah, that's right. In America, nobody cares. Most of them, oh, yeah, there's a God, but, you know, don't be too radical. Um, And a a Christian pastor just this week, uh, and he's a younger Christian pastor who was teaching, and he has a large, large following, who was teaching that there's more than one way to heaven. Well, oh, he's no. going to be really surprised when he gets up there because yes, there isn't. He is. There's only one. There's only one, one intercessor between God and man, and that is Yahshua, Jesus Christ, the, our Lord. Amen. There is no other, no other name, no other power, no other source. By which man must be saved. Yeah, and it does say must be saved. That just absolutely riddles me when i when i see these christian pastors but you know you get back in john and and he says there are those who will deny the faith and uh, you know they deny the very one who bought them through his blood and and this is just unconscionable and so uh there again when we get into that we were talking about vietnam today international christian concern we were talking about Ukraine. That's GodReports.com, Far-Reaching Ministries, uh, and CBN's Orphans Promise. We were talking about India, and that was Barnabas Fund and the caste system. We were talking about Turkey, and that was Barnabas Fund, talking about the deporting of 78 foreign pastors, which is really important because of... Uh, our relationship and, and our knowledge and covering the uh, uh, Pastor Brunson story. And, he, of course, his family was with him, too, Tower. Right. They were. And we also uh, had a couple of stories uh, from uh, persecution.com and uh, from Morningstar News. Morningstar News is just a... Uh, uh, Christian organization that puts up the news of of all these uh, Christian things that are going on. They pick them up and 
and publish them. And so we talked about North Korea. I have another story from North Korea I'd like to share. Okay. Which, you mean the next one? Yeah. Well, I don't know if we have time, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, North Korea is closed. North Korea, that is why we call it a closed country to the gospel. Yet in the midst, there are secret believers who face death daily once they are discovered. And this comes from Open Doors USA also. There has been an urgent, urgent news through our contacts that there has been a massive sweep against underground Christians in North Korea. While we can't disclose the region's name for security reasons, we can report that security guards broke into a place where several dozen Christians were gathered for a secret worship meeting. The guards arrested all of them and then executed every secret believer in the room. Now this is horrifying what's going on in North Korea. So you need to really remember to pray for your brothers and sisters there. And that, um, and so they believe that this information was leaked. You know, the information suggests that the worship meeting, the time and place was leaked. And it was only a matter of time before they were caught. So this is really tragic. Well, you know, uh, their context says also that their families, exceeding 100 people, were also arrested and sent to political prison, where the inhumane conditions have been reported to be worse than those of notorious Auschwitz. Inmates are treated as animals, tortured, and forced to do harsh labor with little food. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, unbelievable how they can treat humans like that. Yeah. And uh, so it's just one of those things. It's just absolutely unconscionable what they'll get through. And, of course, it's illegal to worship Jesus there, even having a Bible. But they do have Bibles there. And, but they're, you know, if you get caught, that's it. And, and again, Tower, I can't help but look at America. Yeah. And people here have no sense at all of how good they have it. Oh, and, you and, better believe and we it. have all this wokeism and nonsense going on here. And we have people running around, teenagers going around, you know, that are robbing and stealing, they're murdering. Yeah, I think yeah. they have a right to it. Yeah, and and I think you know you people, you know you're you're sowing the wind and you're going to reap the whirlwind. Yep. In, in other words, it is not going to go well for this country, and a lot of them are allowed to get away with that because of the political uh, aspirations of those who are in charge in those countries, which are usually liberal Democrats, because they have uh, liberal prosecutors and judges as well, none of whom, as well as governors, none of whom will enforce anything. And I've seen today that they also have been letting out big numbers of, uh, of people who are incarcerated now, just letting them loose, opening the doors. And yeah. Well, that we had a shooting in Sacramento not just a few days ago killed six people and the guy was just released from recently released from prison 
Yeah, and then there was another one in Florida that happened, I think it was. No, it was, or was it Texas? I can't remember I where it was. I don't know. It's all over the country. They're letting people out, and they go and commit these heinous crimes. Yeah, they do. And so, I mean, whenever you begin to think how bad it's getting here, it's because we've rejected the Lord. We've fallen away. Our churches are not doing what they need to be doing. That's right. Uh, We've become corrupted in many ways. The enemy has entered in. We have a spirit of filthiness in this nation. And and it's just corrupting everything. And, uh, you know, we've got young kids calling. You know, I've seen a bunch of girls who are worshiping abortion. And... uh, (sighs) You know, the bottom line of it is, ladies, you know, that's all we hear. You know, our body, our choice. No, it's not your choice. Yes, it's your body. But there's another body inside of you to which you will murder. And that body does not belong to you. That body belongs to the Lord. And you are murdering an innocent. So that comes under the guise, under the law of innocence. Blood guilt. Yep. And and we're making a regular habit. That's like Judah, you know, casting their children before the, you know, into the fire. Sacrificing to Baal. Yeah. So make no mistake, America, you're in trouble. You, you need to wake up. And this people needs to wake up. And the churches need to stand up. And Amen. so we're going to have to get out of here. Okay, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. Please stay safe, be careful, pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. We, we pray for you, we love you, and we always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Good night, everybody. And don't forget to go to warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Also, don't forget to check out the book, The Rising. Tower mentioned it earlier. It's one of my latest releases, part two in the Steel series. And this has a lot of good reading in it. It has some really in-depth prophetic portions to it. And uh, you're going to like the book. Check out The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. And you can find the links on our website. It was published by Life Rich. You can go over there. So check it out, get the book, read it, and then leave a comment, you know. And you can pick it up on Amazon, and then you can leave a comment on the book right on Amazon. So check out the book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. And also visit our websites, and we'll see you next time. God bless. Good night. Take care of yourselves. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.